everyone goes through a bit of self-doubt and they don't really know, am I good enough or is this something called imposter syndrome where you feel like, am I an imposter within this space? But I really think that if you believe in yourself and trust your gut, that's been the best thing that I could have experienced, I guess. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here with Lila Marshall. Uh, Lila is the CEO and founder of Be Busy. It's a company based in Los Angeles. They're a service search engine to book talent who were vetted and reviewed and you can book them within three to four clicks. On Be Busy, you can also turn your passion into extra income and connect with great clients. So Lila, can you tell us a little bit more about what Be Busy is and why you started it? Sure, thanks for having me. So Be Busy is a service search engine where we have a whole registry of talent in over 150 categories across the platform, such as plumbers or hairstylists or personal chefs, and everybody is vetted, reviewed, they put up photos, they give you know a little bio about themselves, and they have upfront pricing. So clients can search in their area and find great people to connect with and have their services completed for them in three clicks. We wanted to build the platform where it didn't take a lot of time. I was pregnant, actually, at the time that I came up with the idea over three and a half years ago. And I wanted a place where I was thinking of being a busy parent and a busy mom. And how would I book my son's birthday party? I wanted to find balloons. I didn't want to go through a platform where I had to call and I just wanted to be able to find a place I could go quickly, find a balloon maker, see how much they charged up front, see reviews, and then book them immediately online. And then chat. So we have a great chat function within the app. So you guys can get comfortable. You can send each other photos within the app of what you're looking for. And so that's really how it started. So let me get this right. So you were pregnant and you were trying to figure out how to plan a birthday party. And like all of us, we go to Google these days and you searched for what you're looking for. And am I correct in assuming you couldn't find this kind of form or feature out there anywhere else? And so that's why you created it? Or tell me what your experience was. I mean, there's competition out there, people doing what you've done, think of Angie's List and various others that are out there. What was wrong with what you found out there? And what did you solve that's different than them? Well, it just was a time issue. So there were two issues that I wanted to solve. The first one was for the freelancer entrepreneur. So I'm an entrepreneur at heart, and a lot of people I know work in office job, but really love creative fields such as hair or makeup or guitar or music. So I wanted to be able to create a platform that could empower the entrepreneur to start something without feeling like overwhelmed by what it takes to actually start a whole business. This way they could have their normal income and then supplement their income doing what they love and eventually, hopefully, 
taking that passion and turning it into a career. So there was one side of that. And then the second side of it was exactly what you said. I had Googled, if I needed to find a vendor, for example, I would have to go to a different platform like Yelp, and then I would have to call down the line. And I just didn't want to have to make all those phone calls and figure out if they're available and this and that. I wanted a platform that I could find someone to do the cake and I could see reviews right there, see the style of cake that they had made and how much they charge. So I it was see. also a huge time saver. I see. So it serves both ends then. It serves that um, cake maker and the clown and the balloon guy and all these different people that have these different skill sets. They can find extra money and extra work by posting on your site. And then it's easy for the person looking for those services to find it. And they're already vetted. They're already established and well-known. And then your site connects them directly with that cake maker in that example. Is that correct? Yes, that's exactly right. Okay. So it's just a fast way to book somebody. And a lot of our clients are really comfortable using our platform because everybody is vetted. And so it's trying to help both sides. What strikes me from a business point of view is that how difficult it must be because it's kind of a chicken and an egg kind of thing. I mean, you need enough vendors on your site to make it attractive to customers and you need enough customers to make it attractive to the vendors. How did you start off and fix that? Well, you're exactly right. So we decided that we wanted to first really recruit talent. So on our app, we call them talent and we call them clients. And so we knew that before we could really get clients onto the app, we first have to have people that clients can actually book. Yeah. So we decided that we wanted to really tackle the client base of the app. And over time, it just became word of mouth. And now we have thousands of talent on the app. So that was pretty nice. And especially during the pandemic, it actually wasn't on purpose, but more than ever, freelancers have signed up with our app because they're looking to make extra income. A lot of people have gotten laid off. A lot of freelancers have decided to springboard their career in a different direction. If they were working an office job, they suddenly have decided, I'm really good at teaching classes or I'm really good at cakes or whatever. So they've decided to pursue a new career and then we decided to then start recruiting the clients and it became easy with the clients because we already had so many talent on the app. I so see. that's really how it started. I see. So the first thing you guys did is you went out and you looked for all of the talent and you populated the app with all sorts of people that could do a variety of things. And then once they were in place, that's when you went to the market and said, okay, now I've got these people in, at this site, you can go here to look for these things. And that was the way you organized and ramped up the business then over the last three years. That sounds right? Yes, exactly. Now, does it cost anything for the client or the talent to post their cake making ability on your site? No. So we are different. There are a few competitors out there. We're very different in the sense that we're a completely free app. So we don't charge any talent, anything until a booking actually happens. So we get paid when the talent gets paid. So the talent are aware that we take 20%. So whatever they decide to charge, for example, for a haircut, if they want to charge $100, we take 20% of that. Outside of that, there's no fee. We're completely free. 
and we're also completely free for the client. So if I need a haircut, which I do need a haircut, if I look for someone on your site to get a haircut (laughs) and I find Joe over here who says he does haircuts, I can trust that you vetted Joe and he made sure he can do a good haircut. And there's a phone number there or an email. How do I contact Joe? And I work out that he'll charge me $100. And how do you know that Joe's going to pay you $20 then? Well, it's all built into the app. So basically, you and Joe would communicate through the app. We have a great chat system. And you would basically, his his prices are all up front. So you would see right away Joe charges X amount for a haircut. And then you would book him directly through the app and we take credit cards through the app and we're shifting into Venmo within the app. So it's a really easy payment system. So, you know, you would feel comfortable putting your credit card information through the app and then Joe immediately gets his funds deposited into, you know, however he decides and it's a pretty seamless uh, system. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's great. Lala. Now, Tell me if you can a little bit about the challenges that you have, especially you mentioned you started this when you were just had your son at the time, three and a half years ago, and then starting to do this business. I mean, tell us a little bit about some of those challenges of that balancing your family life and your business life. Well, it's certainly not easy. I think every working parent probably goes through guilt and feelings of not being there enough, but I'm actually a better mom and I'm a better parent and I'm a better wife because I'm doing something that I love so much. So it was, I was pregnant when I came up with the idea and then started to develop it and then had my son. So it just kind of all worked out even better. I actually was able to, because I can come up with my own schedule Obviously, we all know if you're an entrepreneur, you probably work more than normal. (laughs) But at the same time, I was able to really just make it work around his schedule. And now I'm actually pregnant again, and I'm due any minute now. So (laughs) So we may have to cut this recording short, then is what you're saying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I can't promise anything, Don. but (laughs) but, But yeah, no, I mean, it's just it's worked out really well for me because it actually gives me more of a reason to work this hard and more of a motivation. And the app has just been such a great journey for me. It just all kind of worked out. I have to assume that you have a very, very supportive husband at home. Tell me about that relationship. Did he think you were crazy starting a business right when you were pregnant? And and how was that relationship worked out from the very beginning and through now? Yeah, he probably still thinks I'm a little crazy, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's the most supportive person on the planet. I couldn't have done it without him. He probably did think, Lila, what are you doing? But he knew what he was getting himself into with me. I'm not someone who can't work. I actually love work so much. It's such a big part of who I am. So, you know, when we met, he knew exactly who I was. When we met, I was in my MBA program and working full time. So he knew that I just was very ambitious and it just has worked out really well. He's an entrepreneur himself. So we're able to bounce ideas off of each other. But obviously, for me, the biggest decision you'll ever make in your life is who you choose to be your partner. 
And so I'm very lucky that he has been so supportive. That's fantastic. And you mentioned earlier that you were able to get away and go to an office uh, setting during the day so you can get out of the house for a little bit of time and then come back. Does that help by being able to get a little distance and go out somewhere physically different or is it hurt more? No, it's definitely a help. Anyone that has little kids know that they're very demanding and they want your attention now. Luckily, my son really does understand that mommy is going to work right now and mommy will be back. So we have a nice system down. Some days are much harder than others, but for the most part, it's been a really nice way for me to really focus and hunker down. And we have a office staff, so it's been nice to still have meetings with them and connect with them because, you know, at times it's great to work virtually, but we really get the bulk of our work done when we're sitting in the conference room and going through a lot of our strategies and different things within the company. It's nice to have that face-to-face time. Oh, so I can it's, imagine. it's been helpful. Yeah, I'll bet it is good to get a good break and you can really just concentrate on work that way and not the interruptions of what's happening in the other room. Well, I like if you can right. tell us a little bit about, I'm sure, several challenges that you've had to overcome with starting the business, figuring out how to structure it, how to find the talent, how to balance a work-life relationship, which it sounds like you're doing very, very well. But is there anything in particular that you might want to pass along to other women or men, anyone who has a young family at home starting a company? Pick one to tackle and let's talk about that. There's been many challenges. I think everyone goes through a bit of self-doubt and they don't really know, am I good enough or is this something called imposter syndrome where you feel like, am I an imposter within this space? But I really think that if you believe in yourself and trust your gut, that's been the best thing that I could have experienced, I guess. Despite all of the doubt, you just have to keep going. That has been definitely something that was a challenge at first, but I just knew, I believed in my app so much that it just drove me to keep going. But I think that that's something definitely that can be a challenge. And then also starting a business with a family also has its challenges, obviously, because, you know, you want to be there for the family and I'm up at 3 a.m. quite often. So it's like you're tired, but you just keep going. That's just been my biggest piece of advice is just keep going because that's when you know, when you break through, it's like those little victories really get you through to the next step. So let's talk about that a little bit, if we can, about the trusting your gut and the getting up and keep going, which are two very much entrepreneur traits that I found. But is there something in your past, in your childhood, in your upbringing that you think made you that way? Or did you over time become that way? Or was it always in you? Or tell us where you think that came from. I am lucky to have really supportive parents. So my mom is a lawyer, and she went to law school while my brother was four, and I was six months old. So I think that inherently, I just had that as a role model. And now she's a judge. So it was really cool to watch her you know, she's an accomplished woman. And my dad is a businessman. And he's always told us, follow your heart, follow your passion, the money will come, don't just follow money. So I think I was lucky to have that as my background. 
And a lot of things didn't come easily for me. I always had to work really hard at school. I ended up going to USC. I didn't get into school easily. I had to transfer, but it was just, I don't know. I think it was just my temperament. I just have a temperament that just wants to keep going despite obstacles. Yeah, yeah. Because well, obstacles always come, yeah. Yeah, you, you find the obstacle and then you just find a way around that obstacle. And it sounds like you've done that all your life and you're continuing to do it now. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. And your husband, as we mentioned earlier in the show here, he's very supportive also. And those same traits that you saw in your parents, I imagine you see in him and very similar, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. He's like a spitting image of my father. So it's like, <laughs> they say you marry your dad or you marry your mom. And I definitely think I married someone very similar to my dad, but he's just a really hands-on dad and he's really supportive. So I got really lucky in that sense. But again, it just obviously challenges come up, but it's how you work with those challenges. Yeah. You know, some people just give up and I wanted to give entrepreneurs a place where they could start small or they could just start with one client at a time and build up that confidence. And eventually, you know, I don't expect talent to be on the app forever. They might realize, Hey, I'm building up a big client base and now I'm ready to kind of do it on my own and can now start my website and I can now start whatever, just to keep that career going. So yeah, that's great. That was, so you know, so really it's because you know, entrepreneurs so well, and you are one, you're attracting them and you know what they're looking for and you know it's not going to be a permanent thing but it's a great way for them to start and a great place for them to get their initial customer base and then they can move on from there is what I hear you saying about your app and about what you've built. Yeah, exactly. I wanted just to give them a place to start. Yeah, well that's fantastic. Well, Allah, is there anything at the conclusion of, of our recording here then is there anything else that you'd like to say to either the people that you may be knowing that you're going to listen to this or to the people that are other business owners like yourself or, or young women who are starting companies. Any final words to pass along? Just do what you love. Do what you love and the rest will come. And follow your gut. That's fantastic. Well, I think that's a great way to leave it. We'll end it there. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. And we look forward to hearing about the birth of your second son. So congratulations yeah. on that. And by the time this recording comes out, there may be another little screaming going on in the other room. So <laughs> could be. Thank could you be. Dad, for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Burge. Thanks for listening.